Today's podcast, I want to let you know, could get a little emotional because we are going to talk about grief. I have experienced a lot of grief in my life and probably a lot for my age. So if I do cry, bear with me, okay? I want to know, have you ever lost someone? A parent, a friend, aunts, uncles, grandparents, or dog? I recently did. Again. Of course, when I was little, I remember my great-grandma passing away, but I was little. I was probably eight years old. I understood what happened, but I just didn't resonate with me like it does now. I feel like, honestly, this podcast is to probably help you and me both because I feel like we don't have these conversations often enough about grief, about losing someone. We spend a lot of the time avoiding it, avoiding our feelings, and just pushing those feelings deep down inside of us. My hope is that people listening to this podcast finds a way to stop beating themselves up. Even me too. I'm talking to me. Because sharing your feelings and your emotions is actually really healthy. And it helps us move forward. In 2016, it was actually October of 2016, I was at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival when I got a phone call from my mother saying that my grandma was being lifelighted from Trenton, Missouri to the Kansas City area. She had had a heart attack and went into cardiac arrest. She was with us for four days, but not really with us. She actually never woke up from that. So we had to make that hard decision to let her go on, let her be with her parents and Jesus. That was my first experience with grief because that was my grandma. Like I loved her. So I held her hand those days until her very last breath. So that was my very first grief that I ever experienced. And that was hard. That was hard. We fast forward to my most recent grief, and that would honestly be December 31st, New Year's Eve of 2020. Now, I'm going to say 2020 was already a rough year anyways. We had the coronavirus. We had to quarantine, work from home, not be with our friends and family a lot of the time because you just had to be safe. On December 31st, New Year's Eve at 1.47 a.m., I got the worst phone call from my mom. I was asleep obviously. My phone rang. It was my mom. I'm like, well, that can't be good. My heart sunk when the word said, grandpa died. She yelled it in her phone. Grandpa died. I jumped out of bed. I fell to the floor and I cried. I even woke up my grandma because I currently live with her to help take care of her. That call broke my heart. I honestly feel like right now I have lost my whole family on my mom's side. Like the only people I have left on my mom's side of the family is my mom and brother and sister because my grandma and grandpa and my cousin all recently passed within the last four years. My grandma passed at 58 years old, 58 years old from cardiac arrest. My grandpa, her husband, who recently just passed on New Year's Eve was 63. I tell you, that is way too soon. Those people were supposed to be at my wedding. They were supposed to hold my babies that is way too young people ask me since my grandpa's passing how am I doing I'm okay I have my good and bad days the first week after he passed I was not okay I couldn't sleep I cried obviously and I was stressed 
This week, though, I thought I should actually talk about that because I feel like talking helps with grief. And like I said, if you ever experienced grief, I want you to talk about it, too, because I feel like this right here is even helping myself. How am I dealing with the grief? Well, that's a good question. Cry, scream, yell, be mad. Have you done the same if you've lost someone? I want you to know, and I'm even saying this to myself right now, there is no right or wrong way to deal with grief. I even Googled some stuff (laughs) to see about how to deal with it. And I found this article that I wanted to share the myths of grief, should I say. The first myth is the pain will go away faster if you ignore it. The fact, trying to ignore your pain or keep it from surfacing will only make it worse in the long run. For real, healing, it is necessary to face your grief and actively deal with it. And I agree. Me talking about my grandma and my grandpa passing is therapeutical to me because I can, you know, remember those memories I had with them growing up. The other myth of the article says it's important to be strong in the face of loss. Well, the fact is feeling sad, frightened, or lonely is normal. Crying doesn't mean you're weak. You don't need to protect your family or your friends by putting on a brave face. Showing your true feelings can help them and you. And I have to agree with this one too. Because the night I found out my grandpa died, we got up at 147 when I got that phone call, drove the two hours to my grandpa's house, and we walked into that house. I lost it because there sat his chair. Knowing he would never sit in that chair again or be in that house was hard. I cried right in front of my mom as soon as I walked in that house because I just couldn't help it. So I did not put on a brave face for my mom that night because I was emotionally unstable. Another myth from this article says moving on with your life means you're forgetting about the person you lost. The fact Moving on means you accepted your loss, but that's not the same as forgetting. You can move on with your memories of something or someone you've lost. In fact, as we move through life, the memories can be more and more special to people. And I want to tell you that has helped me because I am writing my grandpa's eulogy. And thinking back on that, I get to remember the memories of going to their house when I was little, then moving far away, which made me sad. You know, all the fun stuff we got to do. That has helped. And so with that article I read, I mean, I don't mean to seem like I'm throwing facts out at you, but I feel like if you're experiencing grief, I want you to know that those questions you probably have in the back of your head are not true. The way you feel is totally fine. And I'm also saying this out loud. I will say that a lot because I'm still currently struggling. I do want to tell you that if you are struggling with the loss of something, get your people, your family, your friends around you because I will tell you the one thing that has helped me this past week with the loss of my favorite person, my grandpa, is my family, my friends. I have to thank them all for letting me talk, cry, or just sit with me. Know that you are not alone in this process, and I am speaking again, like I said, to myself. So if you're experiencing something, reach out to me because I feel like it could help us both. In conclusion to this podcast, which I know probably doesn't even seem like it all makes sense to me. It's probably more therapeutical to myself. I would actually like to read the eulogy I'm currently working on for my grandpa. I will be reading this at his memorial. So grandpa, I know you're probably sitting right next to me while I'm talking. Or you're probably looking down from heaven. Know that this was not easy to write, but I do want to honor you. Jesse Richmond was a loving son, brother, brother husband, father, uncle, and most of all, grandpa. 
Jesse Richwin was my grandpa and my favorite person. My grandpa unexpectedly passed away in his sleep at the young age of 63. He was a guy who would give you the shirt off his back, his last dollar if he had it. His heart was huge, and he never met a stranger. My great-grandma recently told me that I was the apple of my grandpa's eye, and I honestly knew that. I had a special bond with my grandpa. I was grandpa's girl. If you don't know me, my birthday is on Halloween, and every year... He would tell me I owe him candy for making him miss Halloween on 1994. This year, I am forever grateful I got the one last phone call on Halloween saying I owed him 26 pounds of candy because I was turning 26 and that was our joke. Growing up, I was super close to my grandma before she passed and my grandpa. I remember getting home from school. My mom would pick me up and we would head straight to Grandma and Grandpa Richmond's house. We would hang out, watch hours of Judge Judy and Fox 4. We would eat dinner. I remember their old house because my grandpa had a dedicated room just for all of his fire trucks and memorabilia. Now, if you're listening to this and you don't know, my grandpa was a firefighter. So he loved collecting that kind of stuff. We fast forward a couple years and they tell us that they're moving. My heart sunk. I wasn't going to be only five minutes away from my grandma and grandpa Richmond anymore. I was going to be about two hours away. It changed things. Of course it did. I only saw them a couple times a year, holidays, special occasions, summertime. But when I did, I made the most of it. I would hang out with my grandpa outside. We would fiddle around with his trucks, the four-wheelers, the animals, the dogs. Yes, they even had goats. I remember one time they had a goat inside. It was just born, but I thought that was the craziest thing. (laughs) My grandpa loved serving others in his community. I believe that is why he was always so helpful, nice, and he never met a stranger. And honestly, that's probably why there's so many of you here today, because somewhere and somehow my grandpa had an impact on your life. He was a firefighter in my hometown and the town he currently lived in. He worked for the city until he retired. He was a former mayor of the city as well, which I totally thought was super cool and bragged about to people because I was like, yeah, my grandpa's the mayor of this town. (laughs) Plus, he did so much more because that's just who my grandpa was. I still hold on to the precious memories of the last couple years Because when my grandma did pass, my grandpa did remarry. I actually got to see him more when he did remarry because they got out more. They did things. He would even make trips down to Kansas City. They would always take me to lunch. And I will forever remember the one time my grandpa actually came by the radio station. That was the one thing I knew my grandpa was proud of. That I was one of those radio DJs, he would say, in Kansas City. And if you knew my grandpa, which I'm sure most of you did, since you guys are here today... He was a jokester. He always liked to yank on your chain, basically. He would always ask me, since I did work for the radio station, when am I going to get those rock concert tickets? When he knew I could never pull that off because I worked in country music. One of the coolest things I got to do with my grandpa, thanks to my job, is I got to experience my first Chiefs game with him. That Chiefs game, it was so cold. We sat at the very top, but honestly, neither one of us cared because we got to experience a Chiefs game. He loved the Kansas City Chiefs. It was my first Chiefs game. None of us cared. Oh, I, re- I love that memory. I will forever cherish that memory. Losing my grandpa has not been an easy process. It still doesn't even seem real to this very moment. I feel like I should just get on my phone and call him up. But here we are today. Today I'm trying not to be sad because deep down... We know, and if you knew my grandpa, he wouldn't want us to be sad. He would not want us to cry (laughs) because my grandpa wasn't really an emotional person. I actually only ever saw my grandpa cry once. 
Grandpa, I will always miss you, and you know that. But I have so many wonderful memories to hang on to. You were a role model, a friend. Your guidance and love will carry me through the end of my days. I hope when I get older, maybe get married, have kids, that you are there every step of the way because you are supposed to be there. Like I said, you were supposed to be at my wedding. You were supposed to hold my babies. It just doesn't seem real that you're gone. I love you, Grandpa. I will miss you until we meet again.